Rock and Roll Football <laughs> on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Happy New Year and welcome to the first Rock and Roll Football of 2023 with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. I'm back. Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year to you too, Fordy, and the listener. <laughs> I think we've got more than one. <laughs> well, uh, there's always only one listening at any one time, you see. I don't think there are group listening sessions for this podcast. People might Although, listen to this in the car. Yeah, that's true, actually. Okay, well, hello, everyone in the car, then. Happy New Year, everyone in Ford's imaginary car. If you're in a car <laughs> listening to this, you've got to tweet us, at Matt Ford, at Real Dysonator, and say, yes, we listen to this in the car, communally. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a thing, you can do it as a group. You of course know, you can. I'm not, I'm not against the idea. Okay. He's an open-minded page. guy. It's How the, you can It's the noughties, man, it's the noughties. Yeah, yeah, do what you like, man, yeah. So, um, big show, uh, New Year Bonanza, uh, to, to start the year with. Lots of talk oh, yeah. of fancy dress, disguise. Yes, all the big food subjects ticked off. I mean, I think we spend most of the year talking about hot cross buns and chocolate, so, I mean, that's not changed. That's true. We're still doing that in 2023. Nothing's going to change there. And if you listen to this after it went out live, and you still got your Christmas tree up or any decorations, tweet us at Matt Ford and at Real Dysonator and tell us how long you're going to leave it up for. And, um, well, Merry Christmas. No, what did I say Merry Christmas? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. I can't shake Christmas. Anyway, I need to move on from Christmas and what better way than with the first rock and roll football of the year. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Oh, it's good to be back. Hope you're having a good 2023 so far. And what a great day to be back. One of the greatest days in the domestic football calendar. FA Cup third round weekend. Here to preview a red hot day of FA Cup action. It's the red hot Matt Dyson. Yes, we have now entered the 23 section of the 22-23 season. Should old away trips be forgot and never brought to mind for the sake of the old man running the line? Cross arms and shake hands with me now as we welcome the return of the FA Cup. Some applause there. Wasn't expecting that. So many games today. So many dreams of Wembley glory for the tiny minnows. The magic that throws up three o'clock fixtures like Boreham Wood versus Accrington Stanley. The National League side known as the Wood face a stiff test against a League One side made famous by a milk marketing board TV advert and a pair of ill-informed Scouse children in the 80s. Elsewhere, can the shrews tame the black cats? It's Shrewsbury Town against Sunderland. He's coughing now. They left Gay Meadow 15 years ago and now live on a new patch of grass called the New Meadow or the Montgomery Waters Meadow now sponsored by a local company that extracts mineral water from springs in the volcanic hills of mid wales former forest manager steve cottrell hoping to get soaked in gold liquid to irrigate his league one size parched reserves of cut magic this afternoon but may struggle against the championship side who ply their trade near the river where they used to build the boats opening credits theme tune that i never opted to skip elsewhere two teams with a b a u an r an m and an e in their names 
face up as Bournemouth played Burnley uh, top of the championship God. against 16th in the Premier League I'm clutching at straws and the mighty tricky trees are in action God. fresh from savaging the Saints in their own backyard on Wednesday night and climbing out of the Premier League relegation zone with a shirt now adorned by the logo of an international refugee charity they head to Blackpool one of the teams uh, cash in with big money foreign betting exchanges splashed all over their jerseys Forrest are giving something back up there with Barcelona yeah, yeah, and their yeah. UNICEF sponsorship deal back in the day a truly magic club on and off the pitch yeah. we also have uh, Scottish Premiership goals and the glory hunters <gasps> lurking deep down in the grassroots of the game I know it's only rock and roll football but I like it Dyson, amazing. Sailing very close to the wind with a couple of the... Uh... <laughs> I think so, yeah. What's goal liquid? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's just like wet, isn't it, really, I suppose? Yeah. Someone's had a very frustrating Christmas, I sense. <laughs> <laughs> this, of course, is the first show back since Christmas, Dyson. Did you have a good yes, Christmas and New Year? Very, very. No, well, it was nice. It was nice and relaxing, thanks. Yeah, I was a bit ill. I had uh, kidney stones. I had kidney what? stones for a while, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I managed to get over that quite quickly. Apparently, it was caused by uh, eating broccoli and sprouts, which I'd never heard of before. But that's Mate, what my doctor tells come me. Come on, man! You like it's like those Daily Seriously. Mail stories about boys that can only eat McDonald's. You like? I'm actually allergic to veg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the doctor told me. I got a big plays much out with my kidneys, doesn't it? So I can't touch the stuff. Yeah. Well, apparently so. But I mean, it's amazing that I was told by a doctor not to eat broccoli or sprouts. Don't eat your greens, says the doctor. Yeah. It's a rare thing, isn't it? What How sort of yours? woke NHS rubbish is this? <laughs> <laughs> eat exactly. red meat, says they. You've got Clarkson as your doctor. You eat red <laughs> meat and drive around all day. <laughs> that must be where I'm going wrong, yeah. Wow. So if you, um, I mean, without going into detail, I, mm. I gather that it can be very painful um, yeah, on I the way I out. Got... I got off lightly because I didn't notice anything coming out, as it were, uh, and it just sort of the pain just dissipated with some antibiotics, so it was all right. What? And have they told you to do anything differently apart from stop eating your greens? Just drink a lot of water, really, and uh, stop eating sprouts and broccoli, uh, wow. which I'm on board with. It's fine. Okay. How was yours? How was yours? Yeah, no kidney stones. Um, no good. Had loads of sprouts and broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Dangerous. Doctor's orders. On the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really lost it on the broccoli this year. I was sort of going to have to go into rehab. Oh, yeah. I got some great purple sprouting <laughs> stuff in from a local <laughs> veg dealer. And it's really good stuff, man. I went overboard. Oh, yeah, it was lovely. I mean, I, I took the tree down this week and, and I always find that very distressing emotionally <laughs> you do I hate if, it well, what have you got to look forward to next what's, what's next well exactly to to? exactly yeah, I, I keep asking myself Easter's that. a long way off isn't it Easter's a long way they've got cream eggs in the supermarket already yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true they are they're already out there oh it's text true. us by the way if your tree's still up some people say February, you know, up until Candlemas. No, come on, really? Who says that? I've never met anyone that says People that. on Twitter. If it's a real tree, it's going to be all over the shop by February. It's going to be wilting, wilting. They'll have no pine needles left on it. It's going to be a mess. OK, OK. Well, when did you take yours down? Oh, really quick. Ah. I don't mess about anymore. <laughs> ah, once I recovered from my illness, it was like, it was, I think it was actually uh, New Year's Day. New Year's Day. That's you're, you are. An, I'm going to tell you, you are an appalling father. <laughs> your children deserve better. No. That is all. Your poor kids. New Year's Day. It was fine. They'd had enough of it. Everyone had enough of it. The dog had drunk all the water in the bottom of the. Oh my God! Home. What's happening oh, in your home was, this Christmas? The dog's wilting. drinking the tree water. You've got kidney stones. <laughs>
trouble with pain, yanking the tree out of his thing, to children just weeping tears. Oh, my word. Yeah, so I had a great time, thanks. <laughs> Full-time whistle has gone at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Dyson. Yes, and Tottenham have won 1-0 against Portsmouth. They made hard work of it. Harry, Ga- Harry Kane with the only goal of the game. The full-time whistle's also gone at Crystal Palace, where they've lost at home to Southampton. 2-1. Palace out of the FA Cup at the third round stage. Incredible, uh, given that Southampton are bottom of the Premier League. Part, thanks in part to Nottingham Forest beating yes. them 1-0 in the week. Forest now 15th, borderline mid-table now. Yeah, uh, oh, the, know, the yeah. And, and they looked woeful, Southampton did, against Forest. I mean, they had the, zero ideas, it would appear. They Absolute did. mess. I mean, surely one idea they should have had was, let's try and score a goal. Yeah, yeah, let's try and defend. Uh, let's try and yeah. win. Um, yeah, yeah. You went, didn't you? Did you go? Were you at St Mary's? I was at St Mary's on Wednesday night watching Forest win their first away game in the Premier League since 1999. Oh, so first away yes. win in the Premier League since May 1999. I was there for that historic moment. It's one of the worst games of football I've ever been to. <laughs> oh, really? Who cares? Because the victory uh, was ours. I thought we looked, we were, I saw the first like 25 minutes and we seemed to be all over them. I mean, we could have scored three, I, think, I thought, but then it was just sort of holding on, wasn't it? The yeah, half. the second half was appalling. Brennan should have scored in the first. I mean, it was just great. It was really good. So uh, well, I feel sorry for Southampton because we have lots of friends, including uh, sometime ah, yes. co-host Paul McCaffrey. Yes, it um, was the McCaffrey-Ford derby, wasn't it? So was he there with you or did you see him afterwards? He wasn't, no, he didn't go. I was in the away yeah. end, bouncing yeah. around with 5,000 Nottingham loons. Yes. Uh, and it, it was great. <laughs> the, the, the night after, I went to Chelsea versus Manchester City. Did you? Wow. As what a, a neutral. tour you've Yes, been on. yes, with friends of ours. <laughs> and uh, lovely place to go, Chelsea. But yeah, we, yeah. there's lots of Americans there now and quite a lot oh. of Russians. So it's, it's a lovely place to go as a neutral. But there was a guy behind us who kept shouting, break the line and play. Just oh, break the line and play. Oh, you got to shoot. So irritating. And just going, oh. Where's the self-confidence? They don't have. And then people around start taking the mic, going, "Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't believe in himself. Believe in yourself, <laughs> mate." And then there was a Russian guy who kept going. Well, I won't repeat what he said. Every time Chelsea give it away, but he'd say stuff like, "Any time a Chelsea player would anyone, it better be broken." It better be broken. I hope I hope it never heals and your mother gets sick. <laughs> so, oh my God! You gotta break wow. the line and play. <laughs> break Go. the line and play. Todd Bowley needs to keep his voice down. Enough of this. The final whistle has gone in all those early kickoffs in the FA Cup, Dyson. Yes, and Leicester held on to beat the team bottom of League Two, Gillingham, at a very windy Priest Field. Uh, Leon Osmond at halftime had to hold the FA Cup trophy was on a table. Uh, Leon Osmond had to hold it so the wind didn't blow the trophy off the table. It was that windy. It was that windy. <laughs> Leon Osmond had to hold the FA. You asked me how windy <laughs> he had to it is hold out it on there. That's how windy it was. Ian Acho got the only goal of the game. Uh, uh, elsewhere, Preston beat Huddersfield three-one. Uh, Reading. Uh, beat Watford 2-0 Shane Long with the uh, final goal I wonder what happened to Shane Long that's where he is now he's at Reading in the Championship Wonder no more how, how, uh, how, how, how much you want in the age of Google <laughs> how much time have you wasted wondering no, I've never really thought about it until now and then I thought oh, yeah I haven't seen Shane Long for a while <laughs> <laughs> that's where now I know where he is it's you nice. two used to be tight did you <laughs> yeah. ghosted by Shane uh, Long <laughs> 
No, you know, I just wondered what had happened to his career and because he'd suddenly gone off the radar. What was it? Was it Southampton for a while, wasn't he? he used to be quite good and quite highly rated. Um, uh, but now he's back at Reading. Anyway, there you go. Jew Wilson says he took the Christmas tree down at 8am on Boxing Day. Oh, that is very early. We don't wake it up at 8am on Boxing Day unless you've got raging acid indigestion. <laughs> unless you're reaching for the Gaviscon, let alone taking the tree down. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's, that is too early. At least give it to New Year. Give at it till New Year. Year. Give come it till on, New Year. On. Give it to at least the second. Paul Rogan, by the way, has been in touch. He says, what a load of rubbish. Sprouts Ooh. and broccoli causing kidney stones. <laughs> Dyson needs to change well, doctors. Hey, I think maybe I do, yeah. Yeah, wow, that's interesting. So that's just not true. Well, he also says, not only that, sprouts and broccoli, lower calcium preventing kidney stones. It's not drinking enough water that's the cause. And that's from some guy on the internet. Wow, yeah. Well, I mean, I trust him over a trained trained medic. Yeah. Paul Rogan. He wow. says it, he's, he's saying it. Um, I mean, it did seem surprising when the doctor said it. I must admit, I mm. was quite shocked. And this doctor, what car park did you meet him in? <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We've had a text here that I think is the best one we've ever had. It says, I've still got my tree up and all my decorations around the house with the lights outside too, simply because I can't be bothered to take them down and they make the start of January more bearable. No idea when I'm going to take them down. I'll leave it up as long as possible. And that's from Holly in North Wales. Wow. What so a festive gonna... name. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course, yeah. So he's just going to leave the lights up for, uh, for the rest of the winter? I mean, I think that's fair. I sort of like that. I quite like the lights. Uh, whereas the tree inside it can only last a certain amount of time. If it's a real one. We've got a fake one, so that, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't lose its luster. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, yeah, but then the, on the other side of Wales, Tracy Jones is saying her tree came down on the 27th of December. What? I do love Christmas, but, and I feel sad when it's over, but I can't cope with it after that. Move on. Turn the page. Spring is coming. And they have white chocolate Cadbury's cream eggs now. What? <laughs> You're kidding <laughs> me. You You're kidding me. I mean, it sounds like the most sickly creation you could imagine. What? This sounds amazing. What's the matter with you? Oh, come on, man. I mean, the middle of a cream egg is bad enough anyway. What? We're surrounded what? by what? White, white chocolate. Oh, you hate Christmas. It's, you it's hate Easter. <laughs> what next? You hate football? <laughs> what do you mean? No, what do you mean? It's, no, the... too, it's too sweet, isn't it? It's too sickly sweet, that. I'm a big fan of chocolate eggs. Don't get me wrong. Of all kinds. You know about my love of lint. <laughs> but, that, but white chocolate with that weird old Victorian goo inside what? a cream Victor- egg. Victorian goo. No, it's no fondant. Way. You dinosaur. <laughs> Get with the times. It's so, so old-fashioned and too sweet. Oh, it's not, it's not sweet. gruel, is it? It's, it's not old-fashioned. It's just it sugary it's goo. A, look how long it's been around for. Like, it's been around for years. Like, you know they put fresh stuff. It's not just one batch they made back in like Dickens's <laughs> era. <laughs> It's past its use by date, mate. You've been going down to the market too much. You don't can buy ones that are in date. <laughs> if you've had a white Cadbury's cream, or my local supermarket's got hot cross buns, what are, the, are there any early signs of eat? And have you actually? Someone must have had a hot cross bun already this year, or a Cadbury's cream egg. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford, Matt Dyson and his <laughs> coughing guts. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I had no idea that song was ending then. Because it, it always sounds like they're in mid-flow. They might be giants, don't they? So I never know when it's mm. coming to an end. I don't know, after about four minutes, there might be a, a, a bit of a hint that a pop song's coming to an end. I'm not timing it. I don't sit here timing the songs, do I? Just enjoy the music, mate. Well, what was that noise that came out of your mouth? I think that was a cough. Was it? I didn't know oh. we were on. I didn't know we were on. I've never seen the gruffalo, but I imagine it's the sort of noise it would make. Anyway. <laughs> goals flying in in the FA Cup third round. Early goals, yes. Uh, West Brom already 1-0 up at Chesterfield. Brandon Thomas Asante with the goals. And in the... Uh, ah, Frank will be happy. Frank Skinner, MBE. MBE, Will be yes. happy. He will. Member of the British Empire, Frank, will be very happy. And Burnley are 1-0 up at Bournemouth already. Flying high at the top of the championship, Benson Manuel has scored. And they're already 1-0 up at the Vitalite Stadium. Easter stuff is already in the shops, hot cross buns. And Gav says he's already done two packets of hot cross buns this year. Uh, His daughter, uh, Edie, three, won't eat anything else now that she's discovered them. (laughs) Oh, they are great, aren't they, yeah. Oh, just a plain hot cross bun. You don't need to do any of this modern messing around, adding adding various things to it. Just the classic is all you need. Isn't it? Do you know what? I, they do do salted caramel ones, and I would like to try that. Is that okay? Or yeah, I mean it's fine if you want to do that. I mean, but it's just you don't need to do that. That's what I mean. You can have salted I'm not caramel saying I need. elsewhere in your life. You know, it's just unnecessary. But I just, I'm just curious. I want to try new things. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Harnessing the human spirit. Give it a go and feed back to us on the show next week. Let us know how you got Oh, maybe I'll bring some in and we can eat them live on air. Oh, well, that's a lovely idea. Tracy Jones has had a white Cadbury's cream egg already this mm. year. She brought a white and a milk chocolate one the other day, scoffed them both. The white one is much nicer. So there. Well, she's a fan of the uh, Victorian goo inside the cream (laughs) egg. There's not many people coming forward. Uh, Some people responding with the sick face emoji to the thoughts of a white chocolate cream egg. Other people supporting it. It's a bit of a a a 50-50 split, I think. Yeah, you also need to be careful as well with your medical condition, your kidney stones. Um, They may be exacerbated by... They said lay off the sprouts and the broccoli. They didn't say anything about white chocolate cream eggs. But in a way, isn't it? Sprout, a plant-based cream egg in a way. It's a... Uh, In a way. Maybe not. In a way. In a way. (laughs) (laughs) Someone here has said it depends on the type of kidney stone. I avoid chickpeas, kidney beans, apple cider vinegar uh, is a lifesaver for breaking down kidney stones. Oh, really? Well, that is good. Yes, there are different types of stone. There are some really big, sharp ones, some smooth, bally ones (laughs) that you can break down. But the big, sharp ones... You need to like, laser them to break the stone down. I don't even think uh, the apple cider vinegar will work its magic on those. No. Shell has been in touch. She says there are Cadbury's cream egg twisties in a tub of heroes. That's a very good point. Ooh, Loophole. Yes. They're available all year round in that format. Yes. Nice. She says hot oh, cross buns are on sale before Christmas Day in Aldi. Aldi getting grassed up live on the radio. Wow, so something's gone wrong there in the, the buying department, I think. They've not done their forward planning correctly, if they're crossing the streams when it comes to religious festivals. So you, you, you're against hot cross buns being on sale before Christmas? Yes, they should at least wait till at least New Year before they hit the shelves. Why? So surely, that's, that's just the, an unwritten rule of supermarket shopping. Well, if it's unwritten, why do they have to abide by it? Brazenly flouting I'm it. Sorry, because I'm <laughs> sorry, this is the old thinking that got this country into a mess. In 2023... I remind the honourable member, he's yeah. attacked Victorian goo. He's now <laughs> a, 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 a attacking 
Charleston uh, buns uh, <laughs> under the new king. I remind him that King Charles presides over an era where you can have what you want when you want. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Much like much like Harry used to do. Yeah. <laughs> what you want about? Where's this going? Do I need to be careful? <laughs> he used to have what he want when he wanted it. Yeah. yeah. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, no, 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 no. Naughty boy. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals galore in the FA Cup, Dyson. Yes, they're flying in. Sheffield United now 1-0 up at Millwall in the third round of the Cup. Also, West Brom back in the lead against Chesterfield now 2-1 up. Carlin Grant with the second for the Baggies. And uh, Nottingham Forest are losing at Blackpool. The Championship Strugglers, uh, obviously, it's our second string. It's our second 11 out this afternoon. Uh, but it's not got off to a good start. Uh, Blackpool in the, take, have taken an early lead. You went a bit Bruce Forsyth there. Not nice to see them, to see them not nice. Adam Lallana has just scored as well, by the way. Now 2-1 up at Middlesbrough. Oh, Aberdeen were winning 1-0, but they were... Denied. By VAR. Now, in our Glory Hunters game, Dyson. Yes. Who are we supporting? Well, we are supporting Nuneaton Borough. And let's go there. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Let's travel to Nuneaton, the uh, borough uh, in the West Midlands. And they're playing a West Midlands derby today against Redditch in the Southern League Premier Division Central. Uh, Two teams on either side of Birmingham and Coventry. So fierce is this rivalry that the club have announced that fans will be segregated at this game. Very rare that you'll see segregation in the non-league. Notable people from this uh, Warwickshire town, this Warwickshire market town, include the author George Eliot, who was born there, the Victorian novelist, lived in the town for much of her early life. Her book, Scenes of Clerical Life, uh, depicts life in Nuneaton in 1858. It sounds like a riveting read. <laughs> scenes, scenes of you, clerical you're life. You're slagging off one of the greatest Nuneaton. authors this island has ever produced. <laughs> sounds like a riveting read. <laughs> Sat there in Victorian goo. <laughs> <laughs> scenes of clerical life. I mean, she could have maybe worked on the title a bit. It just doesn't sound that exciting, does it? I mean, but anyway. Oh, sorry, on. man. I didn't realise old Harper <laughs> Collins had turned up. <laughs> Other notable people, because there are quite a few. Rich Pickings to be had in Nuneaton. Who's Rich Pickings? I've never heard of him. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Larry Grayson is from uh, Nuneaton. Remember him? Shut that door. Yeah. It's the Larry Grayson show. Ken Loach, celebrated filmmaker. Mm. I, Daniel Blake and others. Yeah. Um, former footballer Matty Fryatt. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you said about that. Coventry City FA Cup winner in 87. Trevor Peake. Also from Nuneaton. And Nigel Winterburn, former Arsenal left-back. Also born in Nuneaton. And one final... One final Nunitonian for you. Yeah. The conservative activist and professional prude, Mary Whitehouse... (sighs) was born there. Excellent. Born, and what she'd make of this show today, I do not know. Your filth. Um, Ban this Victorian <laughs> goo, she'd say. <laughs> she would, yeah. So anyway, there. that's the latest on Nuneaton, uh, who are in action against Reddy, uh, Redditch as we speak. It's currently goals. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the How Time Entertainment.
We are delighted to be joined by one of the greatest songwriters this country has ever produced and lead singer of one of my favourite bands, John McClaw from Revan and the Makers. Happy New Year! Hey, lads, how you doing? Yes. Very good, good, mate. Excited to have you on. And how excited are you? Wednesday, second in League One, pushing for promotion and a massive FA Cup game later today against Newcastle. What do you think is going to happen? I think we're going to get spanked, if I'm really honest. (laughs) 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 No! (laughs) But I have to be honest, I have to be honest, and and credit where it's due, I don't know if you saw that sort of uh, annual um, thing that they do every year at New Year where they go through the calendar year go through the points throughout the entire football league Wednesday were in the top two or three I think wow so a lot of credit has to go to Darren Moore he's done a great job the recruitment's been a lot better the last two years and I'm I'm quietly confident we can get promoted I think we, we look yes. good so is that the priority then you're not that bothered about the FA Cup or would you like a cup run I love the FA Cup it's a great tournament and, and me I would put a Champions League place on the FA Cup because I think it's a very special yes competition <laughs> yeah. I think that would that would restore restore it to what it ought to be but Certainly for us, we need to get out of League One because, I mean, you know, we aren't laying, laying it on. We're a big club and we shouldn't really yeah. be down there in all things being Too right. big so for there, yeah. We've got to get out of there. And I think uh, Darren Moore has been a great manager throughout his career. I think he was he were hard done to at West Brom. I think he did a great job at Doncaster. So we've got the right guy. Um, we've obviously got the mercurial Barry Bannon still as his captain and we've got a great squad. I'm hoping we can do it. And as well as uh, enjoying uh, Wednesday's hopeful promotion to the Championship and then beyond, you've got a new album out, Heatwave in the Cold North and a tour. And just checking your tour dates, John, it looks like most of them are sold out. There are some There are some left. Uh, Northampton, there's about 50, 50 for Brighton. Liverpool, Manchester, big venues, there's still some tickets for that. Newcastle, there's some tickets for... Uh, it's going to be great. The album's out in April and the response to the, the stuff so far. We had a big kind of radio hit last year with uh, the title track off the album. So, yeah, very happy, mate. Uh, you're one of the best live bands I've ever seen. I remember seeing you at the Splendour oh, Festival yeah. in Nottingham. I just ne- I've never seen... There are very few bands on the planet that can control a crowd like you can. I mean, I, we all get a massive buzz seeing you live. Do you feel that as a performer? Oh, yeah, keep talking, babe. You say all about things, I tell you. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, listen, I love it, man, and, and the live thing's good, and obviously you, you kind of think, like, when you first get in a band, you think it's going to be like a smash and grab raid, first album, and all that, and to be in a band in your 40s is, is a bit crazy, really, but we love it, and it's obviously, like, seems to be going from strength to strength, so I feel very blessed, and... I'm hoping you're going to come and see us on tour, mate, and have a booze. I oh, will do, mate. I'll always cut. I mean, I just love... I've seen you do venues of all sizes. I remember seeing you do that room above a pub in London. That was incredible, that acoustic gig in East London somewhere. Yeah, and I do. I sometimes play in people's houses, and, and I've, yeah. I've, I've got this bus that I'm going to be doing gigs on in the near future. So I oh. like to mix it up. But, I mean, realistically, the, the best place to see us is on his own, is on his own tour day. Um, it's, going to be, it's going to be great. We've got a really good beer. We've got Danny Goffey from Supergrass. Ooh. Sporting us, we've got a band called the Ramona Flowers playing with it. It's going to be a great gig, and yeah, I'm right. I can't wait to be back out there because obviously COVID put a bit of a mockers on live music. Yeah, well. well, you're one of the best live bands I've ever seen. You can go to revenantthemakers.co.uk to get tour tickets, download the album, and uh, John, good luck uh, for this evening. Are you, going to, are you going to be at the game, or are you going to watch it on telly? No, I'll be there, mate. Me and me two boys. We're going to have a bit of uh, a bit of snap first, and then we're going to uh, nice. going to get ourselves down. And we're looking. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Newcastle. We've got some great players. I like this lad, Joe Linton. So I'm looking forward to watching him. Mate, enjoy the game, and we're all rooting for you. Cheers, John. Cheers, lad. Take care, mate. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. 
It's that time of year where some lucky people get to go away for a few days or something. Um, Mbappe and Hakimi of uh, PSG were out in New York, but in disguise to go undetected in Times Square. They're wearing basically like ski masks and uh, face coverings. Um, so, have you ever been somewhere in disguise? Maybe you've had to hide your face if you've gone to a football match when you pulled a sickie, or you've dressed up or something. Dyson, have you ever been anywhere in disguise? Um, I've never worn a balaclava quite like Mbappe's one, but I did. I, I recently, I spent an hour in disguise in, in the playground of my children's oh, school. Oh, God. That sounds really weird. Yeah. That sounds really weird when I say that. I was like a, basically a Father Christmas tribute act. Obviously, no one can recreate the, the great man himself, but I was given, I was told to dress up as him for a Christmas fete at my kid's school, right? So I had the full get-up on. I had uh, the wig, white wig, uh, Father Christmas hat, white beard, glasses... Full outfit, trousers, red trousers, red top, even boots on. And I was such a convincing Father Christmas that some of the parents I know from school pickup didn't even recognise me. It was it was a convincing disguise that I was wearing. And obviously you have the beard, so did you did you add to the beard or did you just keep it as it was? Well, yeah, the, the, the person on the PTA that suggested I did it, she sort of hoodwinked me into doing it, said I had a similar stature <laughs> to Father Christmas, which was, which was a, bit of a rude way of putting it, to be honest. She said similar stature to him, and, but the beard was, it's not really long enough, my beard, although, you know, but I, so it was like a long white uh, beard. I had to keep pulling it down, you know, when, like to say, tis I, you know, because people didn't recognise who I was. You'll never guess who was there. Um, <laughs> who I saw the the sidekick from Jason Manford's show on Absolute Radio, Steve Edge. Steve Edge. He was there because weirdly his kids go to the same school as my kids uh, in St Leonard's, and uh, he was there. He didn't recognise me until I pulled down the beard and said, "Oh, oh crikey! <laughs> thank God you said beard." <laughs> But yeah, it's weird. <laughs> uh, it's such a convincing habit. It is weird being in disguise, though, because like, like kids would come up and start, just start randomly hugging me and asking me for presents and stuff. So it's quite unusual to, to live in disguise, if only for an hour. Wow, you still really feel like you've gone undercover, don't you? <laughs> yeah, and did you it. did you have a Santa voice? What was your Santa voice? Oh yeah, I did do it with some of the because most of the kids didn't knew that I wasn't a real thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but the ones that did it was like, yes, and have you been a a good boy this year? Yes, and then promising them all sorts of presents that their parents won't be necessarily be buying them this year. So and it's quite an awkward job. Really. Did you have a Santa laugh? Yeah, just the classic ho ho ho. Go yeah, on then, yeah. ho ho ho. You're Merry really... Christmas, son. <laughs> Thank you, Santa. God, you're really good at this. I fell for it and I can't even see you. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. Maybe this is a new sideline for me. Right in the middle of half-time. The uh, second halves will be getting underway in just a few minutes. Um, now, uh, just to let you know what's happening here, my face has come up massively on one of the big screens in the studio, and it you don't often hear producer Liam, but he was so freaked out, it was audible. <laughs> so that's... That's what's happened there. So just in case you wondered why two grown men sounded startled. Does, it, does add a couple of pounds, doesn't it, actually? Get on that New Year diet. Uh, now, Dyson, you dressed up as Santa, and obviously, as you said, you're not the real Santa, you're merely impersonating him. It reminded me of a time, actually, in Broadmar Shopping Centre. Do you remember Turtle Ooh. Mania when Teenage Mutant... Yes. We, yeah. we called them hero turtles here because the mm. government of the day thought that ninja would incite yeah. violence. Yeah. So he's written hero turtles. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. Um, 
were, were, were it. I remember Toymaster launching in the Broadmarsh Centre, and they yeah. announced that Leonardo was going to be there, the, the oh, turtle, not the, uh, not the painter. Yes. No. Probably slag him off along with George Eliot. Which I don't eat anyway because we kidney stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean it was there were so many people there. Now in my head it was gonna be Leonardo off the films. Mm. Like I thought it was a real teenage mutant hero turtle. Yeah. It was just a foam, a poor foam recreation. I remember being in the middle of this... I mean, the whole shopping centre, like thousands of children there to see a Teenage Mutant Hero Turtle, and then it's just a guy in fancy dress. You're like, wow. is and that did it? Even do, did he even do the voice? Did he even... No, like, just walking around... Or anything? Well, that was... Firstly, wasn't that Bart Simpson? Oh, was it? Oh, did Cowabunga. they say it as well? Did they, did they Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Say, I think they both said Cowabunga. He wasn't eating pizza or anything like that, and there was no, he had no <laughs> rat friend with him. He wasn't really <laughs> on, on, although that part of Nottingham, there were probably a few not far away from him. But yeah, well, it was just appalling. I was like, as a kid, I was like, that's not the real thing. Yet we're all yeah. here, thousands of children trying to get a badge off him or whatever. So, yeah. um... I, at that point, I felt very let down. So, have you ever seen like a poor imitation of like um, when you've? I guess it's more likely to be childhood, isn't it? When they say that a particular thing's going to be there, and then yes, it's just a bloke a in front of us. A disappointing meeting with a mascot of some description. Poor local version of a of a global thing is often funny, isn't it? Like when they say, "Oh, it's yes. going to be," I mean, the things, and it's terrible to laugh at them. But the really bad winter wonderlands that periodically go viral, where it's oh, like a yes, dog with antlers yeah, on, yeah. on like some industrial yeah, estate. Yeah. And Elsa from Frozen, who looks nothing like her, yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, we've had an amazing picture from Ian Dixon that we'll retweet. Uh, this fella from Paw Patrol at a community fun day I was attending with my fire engine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen pictures of Paw Patrol. Whatever that thing is, it looks <laughs> nothing like any of the characters of Paw Patrol. Yes, it's the cheapest possible Paw Patrol outfit you could purchase, I think, by the looks of it. It looks more like one of the 101 Dalmatians, just with a red cap. Actually, I think it might be, isn't it? Surely, I think they've just put some red clothing on top of an existing dog costume. They've just repurposed it. Mm, well, you know, it's the fire service, you know, they've not got a big budget for fancy dress, I don't think, have they? Do you know what? When I was growing up, I was never that bothered about mascots. I mean, obviously, it's developed in our lifetime, but as a kid going to football matches, I just wanted to see the players that I'd seen on telly. I didn't think, mm. oh, I hope there's a big squirrel there that's going to throw nuts at me. Yeah, yeah, even as a very young child, I don't think they, I ever saw the attraction. It's a very good point. And you see them at theme parks, and you're like, I don't want to spend time with them, I just want to go on the Rides, you know, they exactly. don't need any of this. I mean, patronising, to be honest. I guess if you're a kid and you're going to Disneyland and you see Mickey Mouse, that's different, and you're seeing like the high quality thing. Um, but yeah, with football, you like, and, and often they invent new mascots. Mm. Like a mascot, I'll have yes. ten years and then it gets retired, and they'll come up with yeah. a new one. Guys, we need to freshen up the mascot to bring a new generation of supporters. Mm. I don't really think that's what it is. <laughs> don't think that's what they're going for. I just want to watch football. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. And they all support the big teams, no matter what their local team is doing, sadly. Can you imagine they did that elsewhere? Imagine if, like, political parties were like, oh, we're going to have a little mascot just to get kids involved. <laughs> <laughs> like, Labour had, like, a big rose or, or, like, a sort of, you know, coal miner that was, like, a squirrel or something, or oh, a canary. Yes. Oh, lovely. Canary down the mine. Yeah, it'd be marvellous. Maybe I, that might lighten up politics a little bit, some some special characters. Yeah, have a, have a mascot. 
bring out at uh, the time when they're doing a big speech. I'll tell you what, the Lib Dems, that big yellow bird, it would be like a sort of big bird from Sesame Street. <laughs> the Tories, that tree could talk. You could have a nice oak tree that talked. Hello, that children. tree could talk. Hello, children. <laughs> have you considered privatising elements of the state? I don't know, I, don't, I haven't really thought this through. <laughs> you're going to be learning maths until you're 18. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've had a big story here. Oh, my God. We're joined by Big Glenn from South Shields. Glenn, this is one of the best stories I've ever read. Please share it with the country. I live in a place called South Shields, and uh, nearby we'll have uh, Gateshead, uh, which has the Gateshead Metro Centre. Mm. Uh, uh, and as yeah. a teenager, uh, me and my best friend used to go every Saturday, kind of... Um, the Metro Centre was trying to be like, very much like the American Mall, so you used to get, like... Place called Metro Lounge, which was kind of like an indoor um, theme park, a roller coaster, and arcade, and always used to have like like different themes on and stuff. And then uh, one weekend, uh, there was a special appearance from Postman Pat. Oh wow, so, big dog! Big yeah, exciting. it was uh, the rolling rolling out the ballers in the nineties, and um, <laughs> they had um, crowds of like kids waiting for this big appearance, and rather randomly, this. Um, this teenage lad ran up and uh, punched Postman Pat right oh, on the temple. Oh, and, uh, knocked his head off. Oh, oh. <laughs> he just took a, took a couple of um, swift strides and, uh, and knocked his, uh, his head clean off. And uh, to reveal this rather um, sweaty blonde guy inside <laughs> who, uh, who just didn't know what was going on. And uh, the, the security guards kind of rushed to take this this kid down uh, but during which time like Pat had been exposed from the absolute fraud that he was I wonder why the guy punched him like it's it's stuff gone yeah. missing in the mail or something <laughs> It might have been a jilted member of the Postman Pat <laughs> Oh Glenn what a story mate thank you so much No problem take care Cheers Goals, 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 Dyson. Yes, Burnley have got... No, Bournemouth, sorry, have got a goal back oh against Burnley. Uh, Bournemouth were 3-1 down at half-time at home to the team at the top of the championship. Uh, Dominic Solanke's just got a goal back. Chesterfield were 2-1 down at home to West Brom. They're now 3-2 oh. up in the second half. Fleetwood QPR is one all In Scotland, Celtic have scored a second. They're now 2-0 up against Kilmarnock. And St Mirren Hearts is one all. And the scorer for Hearts, I don't know if you saw, Robert Snodgrass. Yes, Snodgrass. Still I going. Where he, I was wondering where he was the other day. Now I know. <laughs> the yeah, other he's... day. <laughs> Some zippy so. off of... Oh, <laughs> I don't know where he was the other day. But I didn't Google it. I waited until I was on the radio. I think I'll wait and find out where he is. <laughs> yeah, and that's where he is. He's at Hearts. What a lovely place to finish your career. Nice. Well, Hearts is where his home is. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, producer Liam screwing his face up oh, in no. physical disgust. I love it. <laughs> I was wondering where he was. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Uh, Mark says, um, we had Mr Testicles at Goodison a few years back. Google him. Well, I'm not going to do that on a work computer. 
<laughs> but if I'm oh. right, I think this was a uh, testicular cancer awareness campaign. Yes, I vaguely remember it. Yes, with in the sh- and it, the mascot was in the shape of yeah. Well, as you can imagine, <laughs> yeah. You know. Off the pitch, kicking balls around, yeah. <laughs> I hope no one punched Mr Testing. I would have really hurt. I really would have brought a tear to an eye of every man present. Done, yeah. Ouch. Oh, dear me. Imagine having that as a, as a weekend job, though. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm an accountant during the week, but at the weekend I, uh, I have my own persona. Yes, I become Mr. Testicles. Mr. T. Oh, what, from the 80s? <laughs> oh, no, not really, no. Oh, no crazy <laughs> Next on Rock and Roll Football, it's Munch of the Day. Oh, it's Munch of the Day! (laughs) So, what are people having for dinner tonight, Dyson? Well, uh, so many people getting in touch with their munches. Uh, Craig says he's going to have a cream egg platter. (laughs) White cream (laughs) eggs uh, and normal chocolate cream eggs. Victorian goo all over his chops, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't something to look forward to during match of the day. Anything else for me? Uh, Megan says she's having a pint of Pepsi and homemade chicken curry with salt and pepper chips and a filled vegetable spring roll. Ooh. I think that's possibly the best meal of all time. It's really good, doesn't it? It sounds very, very nice. What are you going to eat? I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch the forest highlights. <laughs> well, it? you say that, but... <laughs> a massive goal at Bloomfield Road! Yes, just before the full-time whistle, Ryan Yates has scored, uh, so the Forest fans will be jumping in the sea, no doubt, after that. Um, but it's too little too late. Uh, they have lost the Forest. They're out of the FA Cup, having lost 4-1 at Southampton. Sorry, at Blackpool. <laughs> we beat Southampton in the week. Uh, Borehamwood, Accrington, Stanley's finished one all. Um, the Fleetwood, Fleetwood Town have beaten QPR 2-1. <gasps> Fulham have just scored as well. Dan James with a late winner. Uh, they're winning 2-0 at Hull. Full-time whistle. Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. A late goal for Nuneaton. They've won 1-0, no Dyson. Way. No way. Yes, Let me way. Just check their Twitter feed. We're Nuneaton not making it Borough. up. What are you talking Nuneaton about? Undermining Borough. live on the radio. It, it just says, all they say, it's a penalty. Bezza converts from the spot. Bezza. Amazing. That what a goal from Bezza. No other detail about who he is apart from Bezza. But he's what you don't know Bezza. We're supporting Nuneaton Borough next season, and hopefully another goal for Bezza next week. <laughs> next week, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. he's lost <laughs> it. The seance of the living on rock and roll football. Send us your questions, and Matt Dyson will summon a spirit through the void to answer them. That's right, I will. It used to be just Roy's involved in this segment before we widened it out. Uh, Keane, Hodgson, Walker, all the big Roy's we had. That doesn't mean we can't go back to a Roy from time to time, mm-hmm. though, because Stuart on Twitter specifically wants to hear Roy Hodgson's thoughts on the prime energy drinks uh, <laughs> that seems to be causing uh, uh, massive events in supermarkets when they go on sale. Uh, Stuart wants to know if Roy thinks they really are overhyped nonsense. Can we get Hodgson today? I am on Well, if you ask me, it's a lot of bloody rubbish. <laughs> Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, yeah, the present Christmas and Happy and Possible New Year. Oh, to one and all. God blesses everyone, Tony Timbers. Almost signed him, by the way. Nippy little wigger, Tony Timbers. Relax and lung capacity, more of an impact somewhere. 
I think it's a load of my work. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. They're made by influencers. I mean, what is influencer? Yeah, yeah. All they are is basically salesmen. That's what they're doing. There's always a grift. And, and what they're trying to do is pedal, <laughs> pedal these dwinks. I mean, you can't tell me that. I mean, what's the, what's one of them called? You know, RSI and, uh, you know, uh, Logan Roy are, are, are all of a sudden know what they're doing, manufacturing a dwink. You, you can't tell me that they're actually, uh, you know, alchemists or, you know. They don't know what they're doing, do they? They're not working for Schweppes or whatever it is. Someone else has come to them and got to work these prime dwinks. Have a look at some of the um, flavours, by the way. Boom, Raspberry. Women with mob, tropical pumped, orange, grape. Oh, it's a nightmare Wait. for me. It's not like they've been, like been marketed specifically to, to embarrass me. Now, check out. Excuse me, you got any grape, women and mob, orange, tropical punch? Don't go, boy. Come on, boy. That's for Coca Cola, you know, easy for you. Maybe a Pepsi Max. Did it, done it, locked it, loved it. You know, I love those, uh, I love those uh, air campaigns. <laughs> but no, they're not for me. And I, I, I imagine they taste disgusting. To be quite any tweet that's woominous, I just think, oh come on, what's he going to do to my gizzards? You know, everything that's you, you told as a kid. You know, in the, in the animal kingdom. You know, a monkey wouldn't tweet that. It would, it would look at it and say, oh, that grows in the dark. I'm not putting it inside me. Get a banana instead, you know? Oh, uh, zebras wouldn't be caught dead with kidney stuff. They say, no, no, no. Nature is telling me, like the luminous berries that give me the squits, that I'm not going to go anywhere near this. So, no, I will not be drinking it. And these influencers, by the way, ooh, they have no influence over me. I will, I refuse to be influenced by anything other than the mainstream media selling me stuff like Coca Cola. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Well, have you ever seen Mr. Testicles? Were you there when Postman Pat was punched in the face? Uh, tweet us at RNR Football at Matt Ford at Real Dysonator. But we hope you've enjoyed this first one of the year. We ho- Maybe you listened to this while taking the decorations down and it was cathartic. Ah, yes, that would be nice, wouldn't it? So many great mascot stories. Also, remember that um, mascot that West Brom had that was just a boiler? That was a story, Yeah, Boiler Man. The Boiler Man, yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine having Boiler Man and te- Mr. Testicles together on the same pitch. God. That would be quite a thing to witness, wouldn't it? It'd be like Batman versus Superman. It'd be like one of those things where like the universes overlap. Yeah. Yes. It creates some sort of sonic boom. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, something in the space-time continuum would be cracked. In life, and I think it's fair to say, it would never be the same again. No, um, really but wouldn't. happy New Year, happy FA Cup third round weekend. Uh, we hope your teams did well, Dyson. It's a pleasure to be back next to you, and um, it's just a joy, week. isn't it? What a joy to, to have a new yeah. year. Yes, it is. Fresh new hope. Any New Year's resolutions? Nah. That's the end of that chat. (laughs) Happy New Year. See you next week.